All right, Legendary Closers, John Ferguson coming at you again on Legendary Closer Radio. And the topic today is on the purpose of setting an agenda or a target at the very beginning of your call. I was actually called out on this. I was speaking at a very large event. I had about 500 people in the audience. And I was asked to come in and talk about closing and talk about sales. And just before I go on, I had an individual pull me aside and tell me the contradiction that they had with having an agenda when they sat down to enroll or close a prospect. And their mentor, unfortunately, told them they shouldn't have an agenda, that they should just, you know, go in there authentically. And I want to tell you how crappy of advice that was and how inauthentic that entire mess was. So let's talk about it. See you on the inside. Here's the real question. How do real closers like us, direct sales, telemarketers, and independents, who refuse to cheat, overpromise, or embellish, who don't rely on discounts and guarantees, but want to close more sales with less effort, how do we build massive incomes, yet at the same time, live life to the fullest? That is the mystery, and in this podcast, we'll uncover the secrets for today's market. My name is John Albert Ferguson, and welcome to Legendary Closer Radio. So there I am, and I'm about to go on stage, and I am in the back, and I had one of the representatives of this network marketing company pull me aside and say, hey, can you tell me real quick before you go on stage, should I have an agenda when it comes to talking to prospects, or should I just allow the conversation to flow and leave it open-ended, and the prospect is going to buy from me? And I asked, hey, where are you getting this advice? And what would you even be bringing this up for? Like I'm, you're a fairly prominent member of the community. You're succeeding in your sales and you're doing really, really well. How's it going for you? And it sounds to me that the person who's giving the advice is a mentor and they are in their upline because this is a network marketing company that I was training at the time. And it was advice that said, you know, you're not being authentic when you are giving an agenda or there is an outcome or a requirement to purchase or to enroll at the end of the meeting or even stating that, Hey, the purpose of the meeting is for X, right? And I don't know if that person was jealous of the person underneath them just doing really, really well or what, but I felt that was complete sabotage. And, you know, I was able to tell them, Hey, look, you know what? You have to have an agenda. And what I said from the front of the room in front of 500 salespeople for this organization shocked everybody and absolutely the crowd went silent. You see, I feel that BS conversations without having an agenda leaves you wanting and really it's just kind of more of like for friendships. You know, having a BS conversation that is, you know, on topic, kind of off topic of what you're trying to to deal with and just kind of going with the flow really leaves you in an awkward position as a salesperson if you're actually trying to close a sale. And I know a lot of times it may feel awkward to, you know, have that agenda and have a purpose on place, but you will not be the leader of the call if you don't have an agenda. You will not have the control that you need in the process. You see, there are other sales that actually you can actually you know, stay a little bit off the top, like, you know, for a car, right? For instance, if we're in car sales, 
we get to show the car and we can say, yes, sir, this, that we'll get this for you. We'll make sure that happens. We'll get you extra floor mats. We'll polish the tires. You know, all those things we can do in a premium product sale or a coaching mastermind educational type sale, or even in getting people to recruit, to work with you on your team, like in network marketing, we don't have that luxury. And we typically don't have the ability to have people test drive what we have in coaching and mentoring and trainings. The test drive has already happened, right? They've been consuming the marketing. They've been consuming the message. And they're at a point where it's time to make a decision. If we leave it at the, that open-ended agenda, what happens and what I've seen in, in my own personal history is just having somebody watch your success, just having somebody, you know, start talking to you about what they want to accomplish doesn't get them to buy from you. And if you never ask for the sale, if you never you know, give the outcome of what you want to have happen, if you don't ever set the agenda of what's going to be talked about, you have literally no control over the sale or the sales process. And you have no right to bitch and complain when the prospect doesn't buy. See, open-ended calls, they really have no ending. They really create a lot of havoc within your organization. And when you have that conversation that's open-ended, but you want to close the sale, what ends up happening is you actually have to set another time to have a sales conversation from the sales conversation that you didn't have, right? I frequently in the beginning of my sales business 18 years ago would find myself sometimes in those situations where I don't know, I just, I didn't have an agenda. I didn't state the outcome. I didn't, you know, show the roadmap to where we were going to take this prospect down and people like to have clarity and I wasn't giving anybody clarity. And so I'd have these kind of coaching calls and was expecting people to, wow, this guy knows enough about what he's talking about. They're going to want to buy from me. And so without that agenda, without that flag on the ground that we're going to go capture, I was having all these open-ended conversations and I see it today in a lot of sales processes is you're not booking the close. You're not scheduling. You don't have an agenda to your call. There's no cadence. There isn't enough. And I'm not saying to put a lot of pressure on the sale, but there is no outcome that we're reaching. And so it's kind of like going in circles. And so you have to book another call in order to do that. And then there's no time, right? You know, what happens is what we were seeing is that the prospect or the student, the the enrollee was, you know, not available. They didn't find any value in having another one of those types of conversations. They, they typically move on to somebody else and, you know, the prospect, because it becomes a time wasted opportunity, they don't respect you in those situations. And so even in my own business, I found myself chasing people and essentially getting into the mode of begging them to buy. Hey, if you just get back on the phone, I'd love to share a few things with you. And, oh, we had such a great call the first time. I I didn't get a chance to share X, Y, Z with you. And what ends up happening is, is that person now feels that pressure to sell that that was a, now an inauthentic call that you had, right? Were you really building relationship by that, you know, quote unquote, non-agenda type call? Or were you just really trying to sell me? I mean, do you see the dichotomy there? What what happens is, is that in their mind, they now start to think, oh, well, he was just being nice to me because he wanted my money, right? You don't want to fall into that space. The reason why you don't fall into that space is because you'll never catch those people. They will always be far ahead of you, running and running and running away. And you do not want to have to fall into the mode of chase, okay? Chasing to close sales is no one's desire. And it actually can hurt your morale, that's kind of the challenge and that, that's the hardship 
is falling into the role of being a coach by bad sales advice and by sitting back and listening to even today's topic leaders start talking about, you know, you got to coach them into closing and that's not true. And just, you know, flat out bullcrap. And you have to have an agenda. You know, all I really wanted to do was make sure that I was able to set a goal and an intention, really a desired destination to buy from me at the end of the call or at the end of the sales process or move on, right? Part as friends. And you know, I've talked about this a little bit in some of the previous podcasts, but maybe not in depth. You see, I, I always felt that, you know, having an agenda and this is where this person came from. So I'm going to use their experience because what they felt was they had to be the hardcore closer. If they had an agenda that they had to be hardcore sales tactics and that by having an agenda on the sale and an outcome for the sale or the sales process being a closer, you were trying to be hardcore and you had to use, you know, non-authentic methods and that just listening to your prospect was going to get you there. And, you know, it really affected their ability to enroll and, you know, being more afraid of closing, right? They also felt that if you set a hard, fast date that, Hey, we're going to enroll you or we are moving on that maybe you didn't have the skill set to buy, right? Or that you didn't have the skill set to enroll that person. And this is what was going on in this young man's mind. And he was exceptional at what he did, but he noticed he was losing sales because he was changing this other methodology of no agenda. And then just kind of relationship you into buying. It doesn't work that way. And, you know, some of the fear then was, is okay, if I have an agenda, now what do I do? Right. What can I close this person in time to by the time that the, the sales process was over? And then it was like, is this manipulation? Right. Am I, you know, having them go through this process so that I can manipulate them into buying and saying, hey, look, if you don't talk to me about this time, we're not talking to you ever again. Or if you don't enroll the product, you have no chance in the future. And, you know, those fears were coming out as I was expressing that you need to have an agenda so that you can stay on point and you can build relationships. And ultimately, the how to hold people accountable on an agenda is really just essentially creating a mutual agreement that you are looking for X in your life or your business and you want these solutions. And we want to serve you, but we also need to know that we're going to have an agreement here that at the end of our process – we're going to make a decision together and that's going to be our agenda. And then you're going to give them, here's what we're going to take you down. You're going to do this, 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 this. If, if it's, hey, you're going to watch this video. And then after you watch the video, I'm going to have you fill out this intake form. And then we're going to get on the phone with you and we're going to go through our details. And then we're going to make a decision. If that's a simple process that you're going to take people through, great. But you have that mutual agreement that at the end of that last call, at the end of that last sit down face to face, we're going to decide to work together or not. And, you know, just make sure that they feel that's fair and reasonable. The cool thing is, is that when you have that agenda as a closer, it becomes more serious. They take you more serious as well. And they respect you because you're not wasting their time in just chitter chatter. The other thing too, is it makes you a better salesperson when you know you can't go off topic. When you have an agenda, you have a, a result, you know now that you can get on time. You'll start to refine your process and you'll know exactly how long it takes for you to have these calls. So you can schedule more sales calls. You know how many leads that you can handle in a day, in a week, in a month, and how much of those results are going to turn into cash for you. 
And that's a big thing is being able to understand how much you can make by putting that in the into perspective. You're also able to help more people and you can really have an honest and open conversation and dialogue if you have an agenda. Without having one, you are completely inauthentic. You know, when you go to try to close somebody after having just a chit chat or a coaching session to try to get them to buy something. I remember I had this one coach I, I, I wanted to work with for a long, long time. And I just didn't have the money at the time. I had had some really bad situations happen in my life. It was when I was crawling back out of my first business success and then my business failure. And when I was coming out, I was like, look, I'm gonna, I need some help. I need some coaching. And so I, I started looking around. It was about $10,000 for the coaching. And I knew that I wanted it. I wanted in. I wanted to get it. I knew it would help me. I had all of the outcome there. And this person was willing to coach for free and they'd give tips and have you call or text. And they gave a lot of free support. But at the end of every support session is, Hey, you really need to buy my X. Hey, you really need to, to purchase this. And you know, some of the things I was talking about were, were pretty heavy, like pretty heavy on my heart. Cause when you go through a failure like that, it's tough. And I don't know if any of you guys have been in that situation where you're literally rock bottom living in your parents' basement, having nothing and having to start over again. But I was there, I was at that point and reaching out for anything when that person offered their free advice and their free support, that was awesome. And it was helping me, but then it started to turn into, Hey, you ought to really buy this. Now I am all for paying for coaching. I am all for paying. I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars for coaching and support and team members. I get it. That is something I want to do because I cannot do everything. I am not everything. And I need support in multiple areas of our business and our life. So I am willing to do that. It was the method that I was being asked. I felt that the authenticity of them helping me and coaching me and, and, and saying that they would do these things was destroyed by then at the very end asking for money in just very inauthentic ways. If I was told, hey, look, I'm willing to coach you for X number of sessions. Here's the agenda. I'm willing to help for this. And you had an agenda, but if you need more support in this area of your life or your business, then I'm going to need to have you go through an enrollment process to buy our training so that we can effectively help you. I would have been like, cool, that makes sense. But that wasn't given to me in the beginning at the front end. It was done at the end of that support. And so I had a false expectation, right? My bad, my fault, but it was presented in a manner that hurts. That's the same thing that happens to our clients, is if we don't present the agenda up front, the outcome of what we're trying to help people through in the beginning, we ultimately set ourselves up for failure and them to look at us in a bad light. And let's think about it. We want better control over our sale. In order to gain better control, we have to have better clarity. And if we have better clarity, that means we have to have this agenda, right? We want to put the agenda down to where we are having that outcome where we obviously want it is we want them to buy from us. Now, does it happen every step of the way that you follow your exact awesome process and they buy? No, sometimes you have to push the agenda a bit and you, you have your give and takes, but at the end of the day, you'll be much more well-respected. And, you know, now when we look at people that we go through the process with, we have much more control over providing better results, not just in the sales process, but once they are enrolled, they get it. They know that we're on point. They know that we have an agenda in place for how we're going to help them. They see that as more professional and well thought out and well rounded. They also see that, you know, we should be respected, that we're respecting their time as well as ours because we stay 
on point with where we're trying to get to. And then we're not going to waste time doing stupid stuff that doesn't help them see results for themselves. That is one of the biggest things for an agenda. That is one of the reasons why we put an agenda process in each one of our funnels. And that it's so important that depending on what we're selling, how we're selling it matters. And, but there's always going to be that deadline. There's always going to be that, Hey, we're going to part ways if we're not moving forward. As a matter of fact, I had a salesperson just yesterday tell me that they've been chasing this person for two weeks who said that they would ultimately wire them $50,000 for this package that they were selling. I said, how long has this been going on? How much communication back and forth have you had with this person? What I had to dissect. Again, I go into question mode. <laughs> I start asking questions. What's going on? Because that's a, that's a good sale. It's a sizable amount. And if someone's already committed to doing that, we got to find out what's holding them back. But what I wanted to help them see, what was the outcome of the call? What was, how did they posture the sale? Well, it was pretty much open-ended. I found out that there wasn't really a deadline to purchase. There wasn't, um, you know, that hard, fast, I really kind of call it a hard, fast close. Although it's not a hardcore tactic. There is a time when you have the ability to serve those people and not leave it open-ended. If we're leaving it open-ended, you're always going to chase that person. And then you're going to lose the sting of the sale. The sting of the sale is that moment when they're ready and you're ready to enroll them and things come together. You'll never have that if you leave it open-ended. So in your sales process, go back through and find out where you're leaving things open-ended. Go back and see, do you deliver the agenda up front? Do you maintain control? And if you're a coach, if you're in the network marketing industry, typically this is seen more in your sales process because you want to help, you want to serve. The closers, you get a little too hard, okay? You get a little too on point that you need to let off a little bit. And we have to massage that process a bit so that when it comes to having that agenda, you can use it, but you can also you know, have some give and take towards the end to make sure that they are well-seasoned and that person is ready to buy from you. Anyways, I hope you guys understand that this matters. You know, when I was in front of that room and I literally, the very first thing out of my mouth on stage was, before we get started today, I want to make sure you guys write something down. Number one, I've got an agenda. Number two, the agenda is under my control because I've got the mic. And number three, if you don't have an agenda, you don't have the mic, and you'll have no control in your business. Each and every one of you in this room, if you don't have an agenda, if you don't set the tone, and you don't set the outcome for every prospect that you speak to, you're losing. The room went silent. They kind of turned and looked at each other. And some of the people in the room, even those 500 people there, know exactly what I was talking about. And at the end of the day, that young man rose through the ranks of, of his uh, his MLM, and, and uh, we're still friends today, so it's really awesome to see what he's doing. Anyways, guys, I want you to succeed. I want you to crush it. I want you to have all of the goals and results that you want in your life, and that's why I share these things. I hope you guys can apply this into your business. If you can, let me know in the comments. If you have questions on how to really set an agenda with your type of product, let me know in the comments. Please make sure to remember to like and share this podcast and join us inside Legendary Closers on Facebook. 
Hey, what is up, legends? Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. Really appreciate hanging out with you guys and being able to share what has changed my life so much and taking you guys on this journey of helping salespeople live legendary lives and have legendary income. You know what? There's a group of us that hang out each and every day on Facebook. And the group that we have is called Legendary Closers. If you want to head on over to Facebook and join us in more conversations like this, actually being able to work with and interact with closers just like yourself who are looking to level up their lifestyles and join the journey of getting better and becoming legendary, I want to give you an opportunity to get a free training from me just from joining the group. It's a training that we've sold for over $5,000 when it first came out. Now we sell it consistently for $1,000, and I'm going to give it to you absolutely for free. And it's a training that we've created to help closers ask better questions in order to uncover the secrets behind why people buy, why individuals are buying from you. It'll absolutely get people to beg you to buy. They're going to beg to buy from you. I'm super excited to give this to you, and I want to give it to you when you join the Legendary Closers Facebook group on Facebook. So head on over to Facebook and join the conversation working with each and every one of those other closers that are also a part of the Legendary Closer family. 